This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From PR Music, it's all songs considered. I'm here with the Vikings choice guy himself. Hey, Lars, what are we listening to? We are listening to MXPX. All right. Trust myself, I can't ignore my feelings I try to sit down, I try to relax I try to take time, I can't take things back Trying not to panic all my life Just can't convince myself Or anyone else not to give up They say cause I'm not falling Don't make up social collapse keeps calling So cop your own path Driven right towards the light Like a runaway train On its last run tonight Trying not to panic all my life I just can't convince myself Or anyone else Not to give up Times when I was too bad to apologize for my mistakes And I just couldn't understand the amount of pressure that it takes Still trying not to So I, cu- I couldn't stop that at the beginning. We had to play the, the whole thing right it's such off. A, so. It's such a great riff. It just pops you right into like a big uh, pop punk festival. <laughs> you just want to be bopping along. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're called Mix Picks, right? <laughs> <laughs> MXPX. Okay. All right. Fair uh, they, it was a band that started when these guys were like 14 and 15 years old, 31 years ago. Wow. And MXPX stands for magnified plaid which was a reference to a, a plaid shirt one of the members was wearing oh my time. gosh and That's but so when funny. they signed the contract with the label they signed it m x p x because they didn't want to spell out the whole name and then it just <laughs> yeah, the, the x stood for it like periods you yeah, know okay so it stuck and mxpx is a band that i've been listening to basically just as long uh, i've been listening to them since i was a teenager yeah. And this style of music, pop punk, can only do so much, right? You, you know, it's like three chords and the truth. And it's, you know, 
usually about girls and stuff. But MXPX, you know, I, I will I will stand on this this ground. The first four MXPX records are solid. I go back to them constantly. They're my favorites. Huh. And, but they have a new record called Find a Way Home that uh, just came out recently. And I've enjoyed some of the records that they put out in the last uh, decade or so. But nothing quite like this. This feels... A little bit back to basics, but also very lived in. It feels like uh, the band has taken stock of their lives up till now, which is not that much older than me. They've just been doing it since so they were teenagers, middle forties or something. Or yeah, they're in their they're, they're in their mid forties, yeah. late forties, and they're taking stock of what their life has been up to this point. But they still know how to write these incredible, fun songs. Yeah. And I, I'm excited because I haven't seen them in a while, and I'm going to Furnace Fest in Alabama uh, this coming week, and they are headlining Friday night. Wow! There you go. And I'm send I'm, me picks. I'm very I'm very excited to see because uh, the last time I saw MXPX, it was actually at the Black Cat. Huh. Uh, I don't know, like a club six, in Washington D.C. Here in Washington D.C. And I was and but it was with uh, Ringer tour musicians and the main songwriter and i was like this is cool but it's not the same like i want the original trio um and we're going to get the original trio and then they have added a fourth member since and uh i don't know i'm really excited like teenage me and both and 40 year old me are both stoked (laughs) that's awesome this is these guys are from like washington state they're from washington bremerton washington yeah so uh, we're doing a, a Vikings choice this time. We've been splitting the things. I've been bringing three, and you've been bringing three. But I've been away, and yep. uh, and you've been doing all the listening. So you're doing them all, and I'm we'll, picking them all. And you're just you're just uh, being Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Up next, we're going to Seoul, South Korea, with the band Slant, and I think this is one we also just hit. Okay, here we go. Yep.
Those are fist-punching riffs. <laughs> <laughs> and and for those who uh, might have missed um, what they were singing about, it was Wanted, Wanted, uh, on the run, and uh, Animal, Lock Me Up, Put Me Down, Wanted, Wanted. Um, <laughs> even though it was English, it was sometimes a little hard to grasp all the words. I, I really was digging to figure out what they were singing about. <laughs> this South Korean band, do they often sing in, in English? Is that Pri- They primarily sing in English, huh? yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure why they primarily sing in English. I'd, I'd actually be curious to find out myself. But like Slant, uh, they put out a record a couple years ago that was just 17 Minutes of Fury that I enjoyed the hell out of. They're going to be going on tour in in uh, Japan, and they need they had some new songs, so they put them out. And uh, it's just called Demo 2023. And just three fast rippers. Like, they got a nice swagger to them. Uh-huh. The vocalist just has, like that. Like I said, it's like daggers, like, <laughs> like on, on every single riff. It's visceral, it's raw, it's fun. It made me perversely curious if uh, the new Tiny Desk Korea would ever take on Slant. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, there's a, now a Tiny Desk concert series that comes from Korea, focusing primarily on bands from that area. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see. It's been know. a mix of like K-pop and like classic rockers. and But, it's you just, know, I think there's going to be, I think that there's such like a great indie rock and punk rock scene in Seoul, South Korea. So I'm, I'm very curious, yeah. like what the, the Korean version of Tiny Desk will, will bring. Cool. So uh, we stay in loud and, and so forth. I'm gonna <laughs> dial it down just a little oh. bit. <laughs> oh, just a little bit. So that, so I don't know what just a little bit means. But give, We're give just me gonna hand. get weird. Right. Um, it's a name you know, uh, Bob uh, Daniel Bachman. Oh yeah, um, Great guitar player. Yeah, finger style guitar player. Who's uh, we've been following his career for the last decade and change really. Every record he puts out is better somehow mm-hmm. like I, I like it's 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 like a joy for me to watch him progress as not only as a musician but especially in on recent records as a composer and this record he doesn't as far as i can tell he doesn't really play the guitar that much what's he doing well droning because he likes droning he likes droning and last year he put out a record called almanac behind that um it was a conceptual record that kind of meditated on the uh, the trauma of uh, the climate crisis. Hmm. It had guitar in it, but it was buried under all these muddy textures of drone and noise. And this record, it's called When the Roses Come Again. It's out November 17th. It's a giant sound collage, but not an entirely unapproachable one, I would say. We should listen to this okay. this song, and then it, the, the name of the song is called Summer's Fingers Sweetly Linger Everywhere on Every Side. <laughs> like that. Here we go. Thank you. 
What is that drone? Uh, it's a fiddle and uh, a <laughs> okay. drum machine. Okay. Uh, and so Daniel Bachman, he uh, he was a, a working as a carpenter's apprentice uh, out near the Shenandoah Valley, and uh, after hours he would uh, record uh, this music, and he basically uh, recorded hours and hours of banjo improvisation. He bought a cheap banjo off eBay and sanded and took off the frets. And so, <laughs> and he, re he recorded these improvisations on the banjo. And so what you're hearing, what, what you think is like, like a glitchy kind of like effect is actually him taking n single notes and phrases out of those improvisations and stitching them and rearranging them. Oh together. my. Okay. Yeah. Right. So very meticulously yeah. composing yeah. this uh, droning sound collage on this record. And I, I asked Daniel, I was like, what's going on here? Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's beautiful, but it's hard to parse a little bit. And apparently, uh, 
It's sort of based on the the tune that you're hearing is sort of based on a traditional song called When the Roses Come Again, which the album was named for. Uh-huh. Carter family played it. Apparently on his family back generations, like there was a blind string band. And so Daniel has basically said that he wanted to make his own version of a string band record without it sounding like a string band. Wow. Uh, so he plays everything uh-huh. basically on this record with the exception of like maybe a couple things. So he plays the fiddle, he plays the banjo, he's playing presumably guitar. I haven't found it yet, but I think it's on there somewhere. Which he's done like 15, <laughs> 16 albums worth of guitar records. And yeah, stuff. and he wrote to me and he said, I personally think... When the Roses Come Again is my attempt at making a string band record, playing the cycles of the seasons, their birth, death, and rebirth from sunrise to sunset each day and through every year here on Earth. Mm. I really like that because his last record, Almanac Behind, was a beautiful but hard listen. It was about climate change and the um, personal reckoning he came with not only his own version of how he's contributed, but how the world is just kind of like burning around him. And it was a necessary listen. But this record feels like cracks of light (laughs) coming through. And it's nice to hear that from Daniel. I'm really excited about this record. It's called When the Roses Come Again, and it's out November 17th. Great. Daniel Bachman. Lars, take a break. Mm -hmm. Come back and... uh... I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> where, where are we heading? We're, we're about to find out. Okay, good. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lagunitas Brewing Company. Since 1993, Lagunitas has been challenging the status quo, brewing innovative beer, and crafting stories along the way. Featuring a wide range of craft brews, cult classics, and non-alcoholic options, there's a seat at the bar for everyone. Bring the dog, too. Lagunitas Brewing Company. Because every great song deserves a great beer. It's good to have friends. Learn more at Lagunitas.com. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. From your car radio to your smart speaker, NPR meets you where you are in a lot of different ways. Now we're in your pocket. Download the NPR app today. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan, sitting in the studio with Lars Gottridge, and he's turning me on music I've never heard before. I've heard of Daniel Buckman, but a lot of the artists that you sent me music of, I'm grateful that uh, I'm going to discover something I hadn't heard. Well, up next, we're going to hear from Matana Roberts. Matana, I know, I, I you know saw I... Matana at, uh, at Winter Jazz Fest oh, cool. uh, about seven years ago, 2016, maybe. They're yeah. an incredible uh, talent on stage and in, in the studio, and yeah. they've been working on... Saxophone, yeah. You know, they play the saxophone, they compose, they play 
any number of instruments. They kind of come from the Chicago Jazz School, but I've lived in New York for, for quite some time yeah. now. They've been working on this project called Coin Coin for the last decade and change. See you. <laughs> and change, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't actually didn't intend. <laughs> Very good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But they've been working on this project called Coin Coin, and it's kind of an investigation into their ancestral roots of African Americans, particularly in their family line, but kind of like extending the tree outward okay. a little bit. Uh, this new record is called Coin Coin Chapter 5 in the Garden. The story that they want to tell with this record is about a family member several generations removed who had to have a, an illegal abortion and how that, not only how that directly affected their family, but how that grew out of the family and the kind of like the generational trauma that comes from it. And Matana has always kind of mixed avant-garde jazz with chamber music, with spoken word, and with kind of like post-rock and everything else. This record does a, a little bit in all of that, and I want to play a track called Shake My Bones. Thank you. 
journey indeed. A lot of beauty and chaos and, you know, you're, you're brought into kind of like this uncertain space. And then you are given this melody that this like just kind of like strings through out the, the track. But so much is pushing and pulling from that melody. Matana Roberts uh, has really assembled a, a really great uh, lineup. I'll name just a few, but Mike Pride and Darius Jones, the saxophonist, and Ryan Sawyer, the drummer. Uh, Kip Malone uh, from TV on the radio plays since, but he also produces this record. Oh, wow. I'm just like, I'm barely scratching the surface, okay. but Matana Roberts really knows how to collapse and rebuild worlds in their music. And you hear it in that song. And there are other tracks that I didn't play, but they give spoken word about this ancestor okay. who had the illegal abortion. They're kind of abstract, but they they tell the story in a way that feels, instead of it feeling traumatic, even though it is, it feels liberatory. And Matana notes in the liner notes for the record that it is uh, shocking that this story is still resonant in our time. And they encourage to push. They, they know that it's uh, hard to live in this moment, but they can't help but see, again, the crack in the light. That's beautiful. So uh, that record is called, one more time? Coin Coin, Chapter 5 in the Garden. It's out September 29th. Let's see, have we traveled the world yet? We're going to go to uh, Ukraine. Svetlana Nyanyo. This was a composer that was off my radar completely, okay. but she was part of the avant-garde underground of Ukraine in the 90s, uh, early 90s, and... Still making music? Still making music. There is, like, zero biographical information I about see. this person. <laughs> okay. And I think they intended it that way. And uh, they still make music. In fact, they put out a new record just this past summer with the um, the British pianist Tom James Scott. It's beautiful. It's called Eyes of Eye of the Sea. Okay. But I was drawn to this archival record, you could call it reissue, but nobody's really heard it. Uh, it's called Transylvania Smile, 1994, and it was written as a piece for a dance performance troupe in Kiev, where, where Svetlana Nyanyo is from. And it's just her, her voice, sometimes a piano that sounds out of tune, and sometimes a harmonium. Oh. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. But it's quiet, and it's haunting, and it's beautiful. And, you know, if you close your eyes, you can see the movement. Uh, this is episode three. Oh, 
Love that, Lars. Isn't it just so delicate and kind of unknown? Yeah, and and um, I'd love to know what uh, what Svitlana Nyanyo is singing about. But uh, then again, it was also okay. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The album comes out on a label called um, Shukai, which primarily puts out reissues or kind of like unreleased gems from the Ukrainian avant-garde from the last, you know, 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. This one's almost 30 years old. Yeah. And the whole catalog from that label is fascinating. Uh, but this one just feels like this quiet little gem. Even if you aren't familiar with the avant-garde, it feels like a way in, you know, it just seems like a dream. Awesome. So uh, before we go to the next song, okay. uh, I want you to open up your Slack. Okay. Oh, what's that? What's that ringing noise? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's me being like you know, the the next tune that that it's a little hint of what we're gonna hear soon. Okay. Oh right. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Is that in my head? <laughs> I'm going to Slack. Uh, and open up a message for me. Uh, you're sending me messages while we're sitting here talking to we don't know there. Yep. Oh, and it says surprise for Bob. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's 32 minutes long. Oh, we're just, we're not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> Everybody sit back and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, should I just play it? Yeah, uh, it's an archival piece of tape. From NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. Oh I'm Bob Boylan. Today, I'm going to play music that has been completely off my radar. On All Songs Considered, we receive a few hundred CDs each week. All the CDs get put into big plastic mailbox crates and during the week our producer Robin Hilton our intern Lars Gottridge and I go the through intern. the bins oh and listen to bits of everything the interesting CDs get put in another bin which I take home over the weekend to select songs for our next show and why am I telling you this well it has everything to do with today's show 
Since Lars, our summer intern, has been with us, I began finding tiny yellow post-it notes stuck to the CDs he'd listen to. They say stuff like Japanese post-rock group. The first couple of tracks actually say something, have heartbreaking movements, etc. Another would say third album and the third label for the band that came out of At the Drive-In. And then it would say parentheses, other being the wanky Mars Volta. Sparta's punk is too smart for the Warp Tour attendees and too slick for the purist. And that note went on for another three sentences, and I think it was all on one one-inch post-it note. You did good. I thought to myself, not only does our young intern know something, he knows a lot, and he knows a world of music and some subcultures that I've just completely missed. So I asked Lars Godrich to put together some favorites and turn me and hopefully you onto some music that we might otherwise miss. Well, welcome, Lars. Did you come armed with any post-it notes today? I didn't. I came mm. armed with some notes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we wow. can talk a bit about... Oh, my God. I forgot all about those post-it notes. Those were so much fun. <sighs> so, so, so if you have not been on uh, the, the internet lately, uh, Bob Boylan has announced that he will be retiring from NPR on October 2nd. And... Uh, he chose to spend his last two, one of his last two shows with me. So uh, and totally, I, but like the but the thing that like that was in two thousand six. Wow. Uh, so that was seventeen years ago. Uh, I was an intern. Sometime in early August of that of that internship, you asked me, I was like, would you like to be on my <laughs> show? Uh, and you had never had an intern on your show before. <laughs> I listened to that for the first time in a very long time. I come off both nervous and cocky at the same time, but uh, I, I've been I've been reflecting uh, on the on this this episode, but but just kind of like the last seventeen years, but also just kind of like working with with you in general. I'm just one of many examples where you believed in me, and that meant the world. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Well. You just came with so much, like passion's a thing that I love. I love to bring things I'm passionate about, not what is necessarily popular. And and you did that like to the nth degree. And, <laughs> and I, I find what you do so beautiful and, and the music so adventurous. And well, sometimes it's tough. Sometimes yeah. it's a, a hard road to go down, most often worth it. And I really have a Appreciate you on so many levels, Lars. And I, I, it says right here: do not uh, shed tears in mixing console, or it will short out, and the show will end. Um, but I have loved working with you, and uh, I hope to continue. As we were just talking, when shows come up that are weird and interesting, please let me know. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, Bob, and uh, I'm sure people will will fetch you and everything else, but the the. And I can only speak from personal experience, but, you know, you do leave uh, a long legacy here at NPR. But the, the, the thing about leaving a legacy is that you also pass it on, that you have something to pass on. And I hope, I hope we take those lessons from you to uh, be creative, to take risks, to be... Um, Obstinate. <laughs> <laughs> when, when what, that, what would you? What, who are you you're talking about? Someone else? <laughs> uh, be obstinate when uh, the uh, when the need arises. Yeah. Um, I miss seeing you uh, in the office. Now that I've been coming in uh, a little bit more regularly post pandemic, um, but I 
but we literally aren't far from each other, so yeah. we'll be seeing each other at Thank shows. Thank you, Lars. I love you. I'm going to come over and give you a hug right now. And okay. You can, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> it's a radio hug. It's invisible, but... It, imagine this hug. Imagine this embrace. <laughs> well, what are we going to... What are we going to go out on here? Well... Sort of in the tradition of uh, Bob Boylan sees too many shows. The, the thing that I, I try to be good about, but I know that you're good about, is I, I always try to see the opening bands um, when I go to a show. Yeah. Because that's where the real discovery happens, right? Yeah. So uh, Buck Curran, who's sure. a guitarist that you and I both enjoy quite a bit, uh, he recently did a tour with the United States, and he came to a place in D.C. called the Rhizome, um, which is a great... Uh, if you're ever in D.C., Rhizome is the place to be for experimental music and art. And he was touring with this young fingerstyle guitarist named Liam Grant. Uh, I'd never heard of him. He's got the excitement and exuberance of a person who's trying on something new and creative in his life. And as I'm watching him, I'm sitting next to Buck. I, I lean over and I'm like, he's got the energy and spirit of like a young Jack Rose. Mm. And, he's and tell like, people who Jack Jack, Jack Rose, um, probably one of the most significant guitarists of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. In the 90s, he was in kind of like noisy bands. And then uh, around the turn of millennium, he uh, became interested in uh, John Fahey and um, great fingerstyle finger guitarist. And he and Jack Rose really built his own world and his own style. Like, I can. If you play a song for me, I know it's him immediately. Uh -huh. And so you heard that. And in, so in, I heard that in Liam. It's like this Liam sounds Grant, like a yeah. young. This sounds like a young Jack Rose. And Buck says, "Yeah, but he's got. He's. You can hear that he's going somewhere else." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm excited to see where he goes." Well, Liam has a new album out. It's called uh, Emoscake, and uh, there's a really great song on it called Entroscogging River Rag." Um, I enjoyed talking to him at the show. I'm looking forward to hearing more from Liam Grant. That's awesome. You, you had sent me his, uh, his name and, and, and the song. I didn't listen to the song right off, but I thought, oh, who's Liam Grant? I don't know Liam Grant. So I looked him up, and uh, on his webpage it says, uh, I, 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 before the nuns were aware, he was abducted by a pack of wolves who raised him as one of their own until he was about five years old. And then, <laughs> and the story goes on about being raised by wolves. Anyway, you should it, go to Liam's page because the story of his life is quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lars. Uh, um, uh, for those, I, I've been here 35 years and uh, i got a couple more shows left and it's really, uh, I'll just miss doing this so much. So. I'll miss doing this too with you, Bob. Yeah. We'll oh. just have to do it on our own time. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love that. Take care, everybody. Here's Liam Grant. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It is all songs considered. How many times have I said that? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be like a thousand, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. This show started at the very beginning of the year 2000. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're, yeah. you're up yeah. there in the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Here we go.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com.